This week in Baby Quest. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? Let me do this. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous Fight. fight or night? Mm. Unclear. Was uh, proudly, proudly we hailed at the, the twilight's last gleaming. <laughs> and the rocket's <laughs> red glare. And the in Give Proof to the night that I'm lying there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave the land? Or the land? Or like over with an apostrophe in the middle? Oh, okay. Of the free. And the home and the brave. You uh, were paying tribute to a lot of uh, different styles in that rendition. That one's for you, America. So that beautiful rendition of Star Spangled Banner, one of the top most famous songs about a flag, <laughs> uh, that's an honor of you, America, because you did the right thing. You did it. We're so proud of you. Like, just barely. It's but okay. hey, great. Doesn't Got matter. There. Doesn't matter how you get there. It's the, it's the getting there that counts. Exactly. Yeah. Apparently, I know most of the words to Star Spangled Banner. I thought that was going to be, like, worse and funnier, but I've been to a lot of hockey games, I guess. I was going to say, I think it's the hockey. Yeah. I think Canadians who watch a lot of hockey or football. Or or, North American sports. baseball, I guess, can probably sing most of the words to the American National Anthem. So as you may have already guessed, our topic this week is why they shouldn't do the national anthems at the beginning of sports games. It's a big waste of time. Nobody cares. All NHL players are Russian and Swedish anyways. That's not what our topic is. No, it's not. We're going to get into our topic in a minute, but first, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We have like a few updates we can tell the people. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. So I will be... 19 weeks pregnant tomorrow on beep, 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 beep. Sunday, November 8th. Beep, 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 beep. Um, I have started feeling movement. <gasps> mm-hmm. It's not, it's like flutters and pops, folks, which I used to think people that like described it that way 
were like crazy Mm -hmm. and that really they were just confusing baby movements with like gas. Mm-hmm. And that was because with Eliza, I really didn't feel that. I like basically went from feeling nothing to like feeling very definitive movement, like a kick or a punch kind of feeling. Right. And this time it's been a much more like gradual increase, which is interesting. And I don't know if that's because when I was pregnant with Eliza at this point, I was working full-time in a kindergarten classroom and moving around a whole bunch and just like couldn't feel like those subtle movements Mm. and this time i'm also eliza was like flipped around opposite wise right (sighs) wasn't she wasn't her placenta in a different orientation yes it yes i don't know if that would have affected it because eliza's placenta was on the side okay so it's not like it was in the front all right I do think it's just like this time I'm at home and I'm doing essentially a desk job. Even though I'm still teaching kindergarten, I'm just teaching kindergarten virtually. Yeah, how's that? (laughs) It's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's not ideal. No. There are lots of things that I wish I could do that you literally just can't do virtually. And lots of kids that I wish I could help more. But again, it's very hard to do that virtually. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm feeling... I guess, more movements earlier this time than I did with Eliza. And I've stopped taking progesterone supplements. Last night was my last night. Well, you just kind of ran out. Yeah, I kind of didn't realize that I'd run out. And then it was like, oh, well, I mean, we are almost at 20 weeks. Assume they would have... It's probably fine. Made sure your prescription was for more if they wanted you on more. We'll yeah. find out this week, I guess. Yeah. And the last thing was we got back some more genetic results. Mm-hmm. So we are still waiting on the results for Newton's, but we got back the chromosomal array, which looks to see if there are any pieces missing in any of the chromosomes. And it was described to us the first time as like you're looking at a bookshelf and you're making sure that there are no books missing from where they're supposed to be. Right. And so that came back negative. Everything is where they expect it to be. There's no chunks missing. Yeah. Which we kind of expected those to be the results, but... Well, I mean, it's more like we had no reason to expect different anything results. different. Yeah. So that was the third round. Yeah, third yeah. round of testing. Yeah. So when we were pregnant, when I was pregnant with Eliza, we got it back. That was the last piece of information we got back. But this time, so for the Noonan's test, it can't be done off of fluid. So when you do an amniocentesis, they take fluid. But that test can't be done from the fluid itself. So they have to grow cultures from the fluid and then test the cultures. So it just ends up taking a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this upcoming week, maybe next week, we will have the results. To continue the bookshelf metaphor, it's kind of like they're growing one specific book and then they're going to look through that one to make sure the pages are all in order, right? Would that be it? Yeah, I think so. Like, to make sure that, like, the Noonan's page isn't there. Right. 
or like hasn't been dog-eared. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You went with the book metaphor. I'm trying to fit it into the book metaphor. Yeah, I don't know what dog-eared means. In- like that it's like highlighted, that it's like activated. So the Noonans, <laughs> but Noonans is like a genetic mutation, right? Yeah. So it's not like we all have it and it's just turned on or off. No. Okay. So I guess like more like if the page is there or not. All right. Is a better... Whatever. Forget it. We're still waiting to learn about Noonan's. But I mean, at this point, we don't... There have been no physical markers that would lead us to believe that Squid has Noonan's. Yeah. Like last time with Eliza, in the early stages, there was that extra fluid behind mm-hmm. the neck and like neck thickness stuff. Yeah. And at 12 weeks, they indication. were seeing the neck thickness and also already seeing what mm. they thought was a heart defect. Yeah. And they were correct. It was a heart defect. Like, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't seen that yet, so no. it's all good. Uh, you've been telling me also lately that you don't enjoy sitting down. Um, yeah. I think it's gotten better, like, the last week-ish, but I did oh. have a period of time where my ribs just hurt a lot. And every time I sat down, it felt like there was a lot of pressure, like, pushing upwards into my rib cage. Yeah. That seems, over the last at least few days, to not be so bad, which I'm thankful for. Great. Yeah. So I don't know if you've heard the news, but there is a different person who's the president of the United States of America. Not yet, but soon, in January. Right. And in the last podcast, I think I called him Joseph Gordon Biden. And you were like, what? That's really his name? And I said, no. But I didn't. I, I heard that from a different podcast. I didn't make it up. So don't, oh, so don't that credit that to me. Oh, so that was a joke that you were stealing from somebody else. Yeah, that was the McElroys, I believe, said that. Makes sense. They So I probably say a lot of things that <laughs> just repeating things from other podcasts that I heard. But that's. That's how podcast works, right? I guess so. You just take things other people say and you say them again, <laughs> but with your voice. I made it. Right. So, okay. So what's Joe Biden's real middle name? Oh, I don't know. I think it starts with an R. Jorb? No. Oh, yeah. Joseph Robinette Biden. Junior. Junior. Is that the name? Yeah. Is it one we're going to be using? No. But I wanted to talk about Joe Biden because, first of all, sort of lost in all of this and mm-hmm. just that, like, it's anybody besides Donald Trump, which is, like, incredible. Yes. Is that Joe Biden is, like, a really nice guy. He's, like, he's <laughs> super, like, he's a very compassionate human being. And you can look up all these videos on the internet of him just being, like, a super, super, super decent Yeah, of all these person. people who, like, have met him once and he just, like gives them his undivided attention for the time he has which like isn't always the case when you meet somebody quote-unquote famous yeah and john green had a good story about him on vlog brothers last week which is a youtube thing don't worry about it uh but yeah it just seems really nice and like a, a good dude his presidency will be interesting it's not like the bernie sanders elizabeth warren uh that i think a lot of people wanted but no he is the like his 
his platform, his like the policies and stuff that he wants to try to <laughs> bring into action. We'll see what happens. But he's like by far the most radically left-leaning president there has ever been. Mm. Like by, I think, a pretty good margin. Well, apparently he wants to improve Obamacare, like yeah, make it course. better and expand on it. Obiden care is what he wants to call it. <laughs> I, think he, I hope. I think just Biden care. Um, yeah, of course, make it better. Make everything better. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Joe Biden and his politics, but we are here to talk about Joe Biden and his experience with child death. That's right. So I was like, Joe Biden's got to be the only president who's ever lost a child, probably. And we just <laughs> looked it up before recording. <laughs> And we actually have a lot of presidents we can well, talk about. Well, then Mike clearly forgot that there was presidents who, you know, were having children and being the president in, like, the 1700s, which just, like, wasn't a good time to be a kid. Yeah. And the Rough 18... time to be a baby. And the 1800s weren't that much better. Again, another rough time to be a baby. <laughs> so... Yeah, most of them happen to be in that time frame, but then there are a few in like more modern times that have experienced child loss. Well, so the reason, yeah, I mean, we, in case you didn't know, President Joe Robinette Biden Jr., his, uh, he was elected to the Senate of Delaware. Well, no, he's a senator from Delaware. Right. Uh, like really young, 29 years old. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and this was in 1972. Joe Biden became senator, mm-hmm. the senator from Delaware. Yep. 1972. Got it. Uh, he's got two sons and a daughter. Okay. And I'm his, assuming he's married. Is he married? He's married. Okay. And his wife and one-year-old daughter were killed in a car accident. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So he experienced child loss very early At on. At a very early age, yeah. And he sadly experienced child loss much later on in 2015 when his adult son, right, who was the attorney general of Delaware, okay. passed away from a brain thing, a brain thingy. Cancer? Tumor. It's just a brain thingy, a bad brain thingy. Okay. Uh, I believe a tumor or something. Okay. Listen, I haven't read the Joe the, Biden biography. Joe Biden biography. All right. But yeah, so, you know, we've got some representation in another country's democracy from someone who uh, has experienced child death and yeah. and spousal death, which I haven't experienced yet. True. So, yeah. I mean, is that you assuming that I'm going to die first? What? <laughs> So I was thinking about this and how that's kind of interesting and worth maybe a mention on the podcast. Maybe it wasn't worth a mention. You decide. But that got us to looking up, yeah, other presidents who have lost children. Right. And it turns out it's like most of them. (laughs) It's like a lot of them. Like, what is this list? Well, so this is from a very reliable source, CheatSheet.com. Like, how many are on this list? Which I'm... I don't, I've never heard of CheatSheet.com, but they have compiled a list, and this yeah. list includes 18 presidents who have lost children. Yeah, that's like a significant number. Out of 46 total. Right. Well, soon to be. But some of the more notable ones, not like, you know, the less notable presidents, 
most recent president was uh, the original George Bush. Apparently, he had a daughter who passed away of leukemia at three years old. So that sucks. Yeah. That's horrible. Pretty quickly, you get into... No, well, we've no, got to Ronald... talk about... What? JFK. Yeah, JFK so, lost two of his four children and so, also in additionally ex- experienced miscarriage, apparently. Oh, right. Well, so sorry, he did not. Jackie did. <laughs> Jackie did. But so one of those was a stillbirth and the other was the child was born alive but died like within two days of being born. Yeah. So, I mean, he experienced, you know, the, what am I trying to say? I don't know. He experienced the loss of not getting to know your child, which like, of course. Do you mean like the stillbirth loss or the 39 hours loss? I mean, both. Right. Okay. I mean, I just think like, yes, losing your child at any point is awful and horrific, but there's like another added level when you don't get to know who that person was going to be in any yeah, yeah. capacity. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Child loss. Yeah. Infant loss. So I was going to say all the rest were like super old timey ones, but Ronald Reagan is also on the on this list and he lost a daughter, but like it was right before he died and she was 60. So I don't know. Wasn't Ronald Reagan also the president? Who was an actor with the monkey. No, that created Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day. Oh my god, I don't know. I think he might have been. Can we look that up? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, maybe Nancy Reagan, because Pregnancy and Infant Loss, maybe? Huh? Yeah, I don't see it here. I don't see it on Wikipedia. Pregnancy and Infant Loss Remembrance Day. I think he did. I mean, it's our podcast. You can just say that he did, and no one's going to check, probably. I really think he did. Okay. Anyway, you heard it here first. Ronald Reagan invented Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day. What are you doing on your phone? I'm trying to find it. I don't know how I'm How are you going to find it? I don't know. It's going to bug me. It's fine. I just said it's true. I really think he did. I think he was, like, helped start it or founded it or i don't know what the process is kind of weird because he's like the only preg uh, president (laughs) the only american president who seems like he it didn't lose an infant well maybe he went his wife went through a whole bunch of miscarriages maybe we'll never know Uh uh-oh thomas jefferson's coming home he lost babies so thomas jefferson lost five of his six children apparently wait well in infancy and to live to adulthood yes yeah, sorry <laughs> cheatsheet.com has let me down here well i the mean headline no 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 no. the headline says he lost five of six children and then below that it says uh his wife martha gave birth to six children only two survived to adulthood oh my god no then one of the ones who survived to adulthood did die in childbirth so yeah all right, he lost five of six. I'm sorry. I take it back, cheatsheet.com. But yeah, he lost three children uh, during infancy. But one of my faves I want to talk about. Not favorite presidents. I don't even know if I knew this guy was a president. James Garfield? Yeah, when was He's he? He's one of the top presidents named Garfield. When was he president? Like, way back when. Right, great. 
His firstborn daughter, Eliza. Yes. Died in infancy from diphtheria. How do you say that? Diphtheria. It is diphtheria? Yeah. I've never been really clear on how to pronounce that word. They nicknamed her Trot, which is very cute. I know. (laughs) Her nickname was Trot. I don't know how she got that nickname, but it's a cute nickname. It's pretty good. Is diphtheria diarrhea? In my mind, I'm making that connection, but I don't know if it's true. Is it just because they sound the same? This is all going to be edited out. (laughs) This is our dumbest episode so far. (laughs) All right. We'll mention one more. Grover Cleveland's daughter, Ruth, passed Mm -hmm. away at the age of 12, also from diphtheria. Man, it was just running rampant, wasn't it? Well, probably, yeah. Well, it's a bacterial disease. But everyone loved Ruth so much, they named a chocolate bar after her, Baby Ruth. I have never heard of that chocolate bar. Okay. Chocolate bar before. Have you? Yes. What? What's it like? It's nasty. Oh, great. It's real nasty. (laughs) But it still exists. (laughs) Great. Let's just do a quick fact check on Baby Ruth. What What are you doing on your phone? What are you doing? I'm looking up pregnancy and infant loss awareness. Yeah, all right. We did some fact checking on Wikipedia, which is impossible to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And baby Ruth is, in fact, named after the baby of Grover Cleveland named Ruth. All right, see? And uh, to cap off, presidents who have had children die, it's basically all the rest of them. <laughs> so, great job, everyone. We got Teddy Roosevelt. We got John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, already mentioned, Abe Lincoln, Dwight Eisenhower, Franklin Pierce. Nobody remembers him being president. Martin Van Buren and the Van Buren boys, Zachary Taylor, Franklin Roosevelt, my boy J.Q. Adams, Andrew Johnson, John Tyler, William Henry Harrison, famous from the Simpsons song about presidents. I want you to know that I was right about Ronald Reagan. Sorry, I was incorrect about that he created the day. He proclaimed that October was the month of Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. And he did that in 1988. Great. Thanks, Ronnie. So, see? I was right-ish. Yeah, almost. I just got day and month confused. Yeah, they're almost the same. So yeah, anyway, it turns out a lot of presidents, including the upcoming one, have... President-elect. Lost children. It's, I believe, the official way to refer to him as yeah president-elect also there's a female vice president are you kidding i know and not only female but she is black and indian am i correct yes i guess jamaican and indian so a person of color which is also super exciting yeah and in any other year we'd probably be talking about that i mean i think people are talking about it all right you have been off twitter for more than a week That's true. Yeah, so I think that's going to do it. I think we've all learned absolutely nothing, and this was a big (laughs) waste of everybody's time. (laughs) But this one is for you, America. I've looked at the map. I know some of you live there, so I appreciate it. Yeah, we did it. So normally I tell people what the Twitter is at the end of the episode, but literally no one has ever gone to the Twitter or looked at it after (laughs) I say that. So instead I'm going to say... A uh, cool thing you could do would be to 
I guess give us a rating on iTunes or like drop a comment there or review or whatever. We've got sure. 10 ratings. Did you know that? Whoa. One of them was from me. So we have nine other ratings. <laughs> Why did you give us a rating? I don't know. Because I was looking at it and I was like, oh, you want to rate this podcast? I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I think it's good. Actually, this episode shouldn't be the one where we're asking people to go rate it. We should, (laughs) okay, don't rate it right now. Wait until next time you hear a a good one and then Then you can rate rate it. it. I don't want any reviews on there that say, usually pretty good. There's this one kind of clunker about presidents that didn't really make sense. (laughs) This is what happens when we record on a Saturday night. Instead, you should, uh, if you think the podcast is like half decent, you could tell someone about it that'd yeah. be fun share it with somebody share it on social media tell it if you know someone who you think would like it you can let them know if you know someone who you think would hate it i mean they could give it a shot yeah i don't know maybe they'd like it maybe yeah yeah all right have five do you want to mention the instagram oh i mean yeah i get like some likes and some comments on instagram i know and it's great and follow, i love it follow us on instagram at Baby Quest Pod. Awesome. And don't forget to send us an email, babyquestpod at gmail.com. Right. All right. So we're going to sleep a little easier tonight. There is still sort of an ongoing coup attempt from Donald Trump well, to stay in power Donald, a little bit. Donald but. Trump was golfing today. So, like, how concerned is he really? <laughs> I guess. Not very. Hopefully. I'm just saying. I love you. Bye. Mwah. Hey, everybody. Surprise, it's Mike. The show the show is over, but it's not quite over. I just want to let you know about a podcast that I was listening to, a different podcast. It's the Ezra Klein Show, and they just put out an episode called the Joe Biden experience. It's really interesting if you want to know more about Joe Biden, and they do talk about his early political career, along with how the deaths that he's faced in his family throughout his life uh, have affected him and affected his way of seeing the world and all sorts of things. And it's very interesting. And the first 15 or 20 minutes, especially of that episode, cover that. So if you look in the show notes right now, there's a link to that. I don't get any money from Ezra Klein, although Ezra Klein, if you are listening and want to send me some money, please feel free, babyquestpod at gmail.com. Thanks. Bye.